0: Now, fight back with Libby Zneimer on Zuber Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: It's official. Hydro bills are coming down. But at what expense? As we've been previewing for the past day or so, Premier Kathleen Wynne and Energy Minister Glenn Tebow announced this morning that starting this summer, hydro bills will be reduced a further 17% on top of the 8% HST rebate that went into effect on January 1st. Her approval rating, Premier Wynne's, has been at an historic low and complaints have been coming in from all across the province that hydro bills are soaring. So Premier Wynn had to do something. But is this the right plan? Your calls are welcome. We want to hear from you. After all, you are the one... You are the ones who are paying the hydro bills across the province, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Our producer, Dave Woodard, has been calling the Liberal government offices uh, of many of the Cabinet Ministers, the Premier herself as well, since the story first broke early yesterday. And finally got a response after 10 this morning that Deputy Premier Deb Matthews would join us to talk about the new hydro plan. Now, Dave has just heard that uh, Deputy Premier Deb Matthews is taking part in a vote right now at Queen's Park and will join us as soon as the vote is over. So we certainly hope she makes that call because we do want the Liberals to be... Be able to talk about their plan. We do want to give balanced coverage here on Fight Back, so we will await that call. In the meantime, we'll take your calls, and also I'll welcome back Wanda Morris, VP of Advocacy at CARP, a New Vision of Aging. And Wanda, hi, nice to have you again to be here on such a special day. Really great to be here. Now, uh, you've uh, been talking a lot about hydro rates, particularly with the heat or eat campaign and in fact last week met with Energy Minister Glenn Tibo uh, about the hydro rates. Is it a coincidence that we're getting this announcement today? How big a part did Carp members play in having these rates reduced? Well, I think only uh, the Premier knows for sure, but
2: uh, no doubt when we met with um, Minister Thibault and shared the results of our heat or eat petition um, and let him know 98% of CART members vote, I think our position uh, really did have a lot of weight with them. And when I I look at what's announced this morning, I see so much of what we asked for being reflected here. So I'm
1: really pleased with that. Okay, and tell us about that, what what CART members Uh, asked for and what you've seen in this morning's response. Sure, so
2: We wanted uh, overall relief for all Ontarians, and in particular, a focused uh, relief on those who are poorest. I'm really excited to see the enhancement to the Ontario uh, Electricity Support Program. This is the, the, the program that provides relief to poor Ontarians. Uh, we were concerned that the threshold was too low at uh, twenty eight thousand for one or two people that 's now bumped up to thirty nine thousand I think that 's a, a substantive increase i 'm really pleased with that. Um, we also questioned them about why they were forcing hydro to to balance the the, the budget themselves without any help from uh, general revenues and what we see today is that they have announced there will be some money coming in from general revenues so I think
1: that 's really positive too. Uh, A lot of people, most people are so politically savvy these days that the criticism is that the government is only making this change because the election is next year. And in a way, I mean, you mentioned general revenues, but a large part of this is is the refinancing of arrangements uh, with uh, providers, with power plant providers. And so when you extend the mortgages on these arrangements, we're putting off paying taxes in the future. And, and, and you know, as, a, as a financial person, as a
2: CPA, one of our, our hard and fast rules is you try to match uh, debt to the life of the assets. So I think this is actually uh, a decision that makes a lot of sense, uh, providing that they are able to extend the terms of the contracts to those, to those say, 30 years. But uh, in, in principle, it's a decision that does make sense.
1: Let's go to Vic Fideli. He's the PC finance critic and uh, is always quick to join us. Vic, it's nice to have you along again.
3: Thank you, Jane.
1: Now, you're a financial expert as well. What do you think of the deal? I mean, I know that you're against it in principle because you're in the opposition, but as a financial person, what do you think?
3: Well, first of all, we support rate relief for Ontarians because they're suffering. But this is nothing more than financial engineering. Uh, It's official. Your tax bill will go up. And also, uh, sadly, the debt is now going to be carried beyond the life of the assets. uh, These are uh, 20-year contracts that were signed beginning in 2009. So it's those contracts that will uh, expire uh, in 20 years from that date, and we'll be paying for more than 30. Uh, And when when you do the uh, uh, analysis that the government provided, we're now going to be paying $42 billion in uh, payments to pay for those bad contracts that were signed. So I know that the premier said uh, uh, we made a mistake. She said it six times in the uh, legislature this morning, and now we know the cost of that mistake is $42 billion.
1: What I also found concerning, I mean, it may be reassuring short term. She said that once this goes into effect, it will remain that way for the next four years. Well, 4 years may be a long time politically but it's not a long time when you're looking at the future of of hydro and and taxpayers across the con- uh, across the province.
3: Well the the point that you're making if i can extend that to what that means now and how it translates is that the business community will not be fooled by this. Think of all the Thousands of jobs, 350,000 jobs, have le- manufacturing jobs have left Ontario because of high hydro rates over the last uh, uh, half dozen or more years. Um, you know, you look in southwestern Ontario, we've got uh, greenhouses, two of which just invested over a hundred million dollars across the border because of uh, the power rates here. So none of these companies are going to be fooled. They'll look at it and think, well. <laughs> That They didn't solve the energy problem that they created. It's still going to be the electricity rates are still going to go up. So uh, we know that they're going to, A, raise taxes to pay for part of it, and, B, uh, kick the can down the road to pay for the rest of it. Business is still going to have to pay for it. They'll still continue to cross the border.
1: Now, Vic, Vic Fidelli's with us on the line, and Wanda Morris from CARP in the studio here with us. This is a perfect opportunity for the progressive Conservatives to counter with a plan. As you know, NDP leader Andrea Horvath put forward her plan earlier this week, but we've yet to hear a plan from PC leader Patrick Brown, and why is that?
3: Well, he's said uh, three points uh, over and over over the last several months uh, that I'll, I'll reiterate. Uh, certainly, number one, stop signing contracts for power we don't need. And I'll come back to the other two points in just a minute. Uh, So so why is that so important? Here we are. The premier said all of these bad contracts, uh, we're just going to kick the can down the road and pay $42 billion in costs. Um, But tomorrow morning... They're going to sign more contracts. So, it, you know, it was a mistake. I'm sorry, I made a mistake six times. She said that. But tomorrow morning, contracts Mar- March 3rd contracts come due for signing, and you're going to see the government make the same mistake tomorrow signing wind and solar contracts. So, uh, Patrick Brown has said, "Stop signing contracts for power we don't need." Uh, the second point is rein in the salaries of these uh, uh, of these executives. Uh, you know, the, the CEO at Hydro One makes $4 million a year. The CEO over at uh, uh, over at Hydro Quebec and over at BC Hydro, they're in the $400,000 a year uh, area.
1: Is that reflective right across the board at Hydro One when compared to Hydro Quebec?
3: Well, I'm talking about the CEO right. to start with. That's yeah. you know that salary is right out. It's ten times right. the salary that they make uh, 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 in the uh, in the other uh, jurisdictions. So you know, so, so you know, we continue to see uh, problem after problem uh, co- that the that the liberals themselves have caused, and uh, f- you know, furthermore. Four million dollars. That, that's an easy one to, you know, to be able to to, to think about. Uh, you know, this is this is this is the very point. I just can't stress enough that tomorrow morning, the Liberal government is going to sign contracts for more wind and solar. The very problem that got us into this in the first place. That's that's just absolutely tragic. Why? <laughs> because they come due. Well, I can tell you why. If, I, if, you're, if you're going to ask the cynic in me, $1.3 million was donated by 30 uh, wind and solar companies to the Liberal Party. There's no way in the world they're going to turn their backs on those donors tomorrow morning. Plain and simple. I put, it, I put it to you out there. That's the cynic in me.
1: So now Patrick Brown, he's a year and a half away from trying to become the next premier of Ontario. I- you know, voters want to hear They want to hear a plan So, okay, we get that Don't sign contracts that we don't need We get that So that is clearly part of his plan But this is a this is a time really for him to capitalize On the voter discontent out there And uh, all the cynicism that we're feeling And I think they would want to see I mean, as we're seeing from Andrea Horvath Some leadership on this So at some point He's going to have to get specific About what he's going to do
3: Well, we're having our policy convention here in toronto in november and we're not going to release our platform until then but what he's done is he said here are my three things uh, and the, the third one that I hadn't mentioned yet is stop the sale of Hydro One. Mm-hmm. We know from the financial accountability officer that uh, that's short-term gain for long-term pain. Those are his uh, uh, almost a verbatim of his words. And I'm guessing he'll probably say the same thing about this announcement here, that it, l- it may look good and, and, uh, and you may breathe a sigh of uh, uh, relief temporarily until you figure out, uh-oh, my A, my taxes are going up, and B, my grandkids are now going to pay for every time I flick the light switch on.
1: Now, Vic, I want to introduce you to Wanda Morris, if the two of you haven't met before. Wanda, yeah. I'm sure you're looking for some reassurance from the opposition as well that once this rate reduction goes into effect, that should the PCs win next year, that CART members can be assured that the rates will stay low or lower. Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm concerned
2: uh, about your comments uh, and wondering if you can uh, assure our members That these uh, latest changes won't be reversed.
3: Well, I, I wonder certainly, hello. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I can't imagine what I said in my comments that would give you any indication of that. The, 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 this government is going to, going to go in and lock this in. They will not leave any wiggle room. So that you can you can rest assured that 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 isn't the intention. The the real issue here is why that relief is necessary. It's because these this government has been obsessed with these expensive contracts, and that's why we need to uh, stop signing. Uh, contracts for power we don't need that's the root of the problem and they're not fixing the problem so this is nothing more than uh than than uh, getting us through the next election in one year five months one year three months and five days
1: it looks as though we have deb matthews on the line she's joined us the deputy premier uh minister matthews thanks for joining us here on zoomer radio's fight back Minister Matthews, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Uh, Okay, good. Thanks for joining us. I know uh, you said you were in a vote, so we do appreciate you making the call. Uh, We want to be able to give an opportunity to uh, a representative from the Liberal government to talk about what's been announced today. Uh, it's been very difficult to get you guys on the phone this week, so having the Deputy Premier here is, is certainly great for the listeners. Offer the reassurance that people want to hear, because they are concerned that they're going to have to pay for this bill cut in taxes down the road.
4: Well, I'm really happy to say that today is a, is a pretty important day for us because we are cutting average electricity prices by 25 percent. We've already done the first 8 percent. The next 17 percent will be by the summer. We've spent a lot of time, I'll be honest with you, trying to, to um, understand how we can do this in a way that is fair, that offers broad relief to everyone uh that uh that makes sense it's something that uh i think is really important because it's a structural change we're we're changing how we are uh, uh financing the uh, the infrastructure you know we've spent 50 billion dollars on infrastructure to our electricity system and um i think the mistake we made is that we're asking today's generation to pay for that instead of spreading it out over a more reasonable length of time. Just like the mortgage on a house, we uh, we went with a 20-year mortgage where really we know that the benefits are going to far exceed that. So this is a really fair uh, uh, way of delivering the relief that people really, really need.
1: But when do we pay those extras and in interest costs?
4: So what, what will happen is the, the rates will come down um, right away. Um we will when we're holding that for um for four years, only rate of inflation increases um, over time we're it's like we're spreading out the payment so so you know over time we will we' we'll, we'll pay for that infrastructure but we'll pay for it in a way that reflects the the lifespan of the equipment that we've invested in.
1: And what about the signing of these contracts, wind and solar contracts that Vic Fidelli says that will be signed tomorrow, power that we don't need, he says?
4: Well, we won't sign contracts for power that we don't need. And, you know, I think Vic Fidelli and the PCs are really scrambling today because they do not have a plan. And uh, the little elements of the plan that he talked about, for example, executive compensation, that's a serious issue. And one we're taking action on, but represents a tiny, tiny fraction of the whole energy budget. So they haven't got any good ideas. Uh, we have very good ideas, and we're implementing those ideas. And I think, you know, we've heard loud and clear from people that. That they need relief from energy rates, so that's what we're doing.
1: Deputy Premier, we want to get to the listeners as well. Four one six three six zero zero seven forty one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. The phones rang off the hook as soon as we started this topic. Let's let's get to John in Brampton. John, go ahead.
3: Yes, hi. Thanks for my, taking my call. Um, I, I I guess I'm going to have to make a call to my grandkids uh, later on today and let them know that. We just handed them another debt.
0: They don't know what debt
3: is yet, but they're going to figure it out quickly. But the liberals are going to lose the next election. Here's a challenge for you. Why don't you pass meaningful legislation whereby any politician or senior bureaucrat who tells a lie is immediately removed? Why don't you do that?
1: All right, John, thank you for those comments and questions. Uh, Deputy Minister Matthews, what do you say to that?
4: Well, I've got grandkids too. I've got 5 of them. I'm really focused on making sure they have the best possible opportunities in life. I tell you this is a fair plan because we're spreading the payment out over um over over more years, and those years are absolutely uh we why would we pay for it all at once? Drive up those rates too high, causing people real uh, hardship when it, when a very fair way to do it is spread it out over 30 years. But, Minister, it,
1: respectfully, you know when the amortization period is extended, we're paying more interest.
4: Now that's exactly right. Just like in a mortgage, you do pay more over time. You do pay more in interest. But we heard loud and clear from people today that, that the high rates were causing real hardship. We had to take action. Uh, there are some things in the hydro bill that used to be in the hydro bill, on the rate base that we're moving because they're really social programs to the tax base. Uh, things like support for um, for people with very low incomes, we're moving that because it really is a social program over the tax base. So we are reducing the impact on the rate base. But the bottom line is people are getting the rate reduction they need now. Uh, they're getting stability over the next several years. And uh, this is a very reasonable way to uh, to make sure that energy rates are more affordable now.
1: Uh, Deb Matthews, I'm sure you've heard from um, CARP members. I've got Wanda Morris here in the studio with me, the VP of Advocacy, COO of that organization. You know that older voters are far more likely to vote than younger voters, than younger Ontarians. Uh, how big of an impact did CARP's Heat or Eat campaign have in this decision-making process?
4: Well, CARP has been a the- fantastic advocate on many issues uh and uh of course when i was minister of health i got to know carp well and uh you know that kind of advocacy does matter we heard loud and clear from people right across the province uh that uh, hydro rates were too high that's why we've taken the action we have done today
0: you're listening to an exclusive podcast of fight back on zoomer radio heard weekdays from noon to one Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: Okay, I want to get to your calls. You're paying the hydro bills. We'll do it rapid fire here. Giovanni and Brampton, go ahead. Giovanni, you're on Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.
3: Yes, uh, good afternoon in Southern Ontario. My um, uh, take is that uh, where Mr. Fidel was talking about economy. Now, I would like to know from him, Who's making the economy growing, people that work or people that are in the office? Now one thing I want to say too is this, that the new energy everybody's talking about, but you know that since the start, this the new energy, he hired about fifteen to 20,000 people in Ontario or around
1: Canada. Okay, thanks for your comments. I gotta go quickly here because we're going to our pharmacist at twelve thirty. Stan in Brampton, go ahead. Go Go ahead, Stan. Turn down your radio and tell us what you think of this hydro plan. I can hear you here. Okay. I've only got a couple of things to say. All right. I'm a
3: seventy-three-year-old senior. Mm -hmm. I've been through here where we actually owned our hydro. The first thing they do is get rid of that green energy act, then find out what it's going to cost them to get out of these, you know, solar power and wind power that they've. Half the time, they're just shut off and they're being paid out. Okay. And we end up paying other jurisdictions to take our hydro. To me, what the liberals are doing right now is smoke and mirrors, and this all started back with McGinty.
1: Okay, Stan, thanks for your call. Michelle in Richmond Hill, go ahead. You're on.
4: I find it ridiculous that they want to extend that. And um, I do believe that we should pay now rather than later because it's just absurd.
1: Right. I mean, it would make sense, uh, their argument, if the interest wasn't higher as a result of spreading out the amortization. But we all know that that doesn't work.
4: Absolutely.
1: Okay, Michelle, thanks for your call. Jim and Shelburne, go ahead.
3: Hi. Yeah, Jane. I'm thinking that if they cut that uh, delivery charge down or took 50% of that away, it would make a big difference. And the turbines are here to stay. So keep them the way they are, but don't
1: build anymore. Yeah, the delivery charges is an issue. And Wanda, uh, Wanda Morris from CARP has been joining me here this half hour. Uh, they haven't made any changes to the peak period... Uh, the, the adjustment of how much you pay uh, dependent on when you're using your hydro.
2: Yeah, and that still remains a concern for us. Uh, I, I think it's unduly punitive to seniors and others who spend a lot of time at their homes that they have to uh, pay these, these top, top rates for you know doing the laundry or watching television, heating their homes during the day. Um, we'd like to see something uh, like, like another option where people can opt for a fixed rate higher than the, the off-peak rate but um, much lower than the peak rate, so that they can
1: uh, manage their bills more effectively. So that's ex- pretty much exactly what NDP leader Andrea Horvath is advocating.
2: Uh, so I think we're right on the same page with them in that case.
1: Now, would that, would that, so you would want to see it? For, I mean, we all want to see, we all want to pay less. But so, would you rather see that than having this overall twenty-five percent reduction? No, no. I think they're they're not in any way mutually exclusive. I think that the reductions
2: very much need to go ahead. Uh, and and then, in terms of plan design and rate design, I think we still need to see um, some tweaking of how the the, the um, rates are charged. I, I know the the government has talked about a 2017 uh, plan that's coming through. So, in that plan, I would love to see options for those who uh, who are at home during the day.
1: Will there be an opportunity? I know you met with uh, Energy Minister Thibault last week. Will there be an opportunity for you once again to have uh, to to give the input of CARP members as we continue through?
2: Uh, We'll certainly be continuing
1: to to ask for that opportunity.
2: I know our our members are are, are terrific at filling in our polls or writing us, letting us
1: know what they think. And we'll continue to take their voice forward. Wanda Morris, CARP COO and VP of Advocacy. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming down the hall to see us. My pleasure. Thanks.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.